I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not Themyscira. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. Okay, hold up. Hold up on the intro. I got, I got a joke for you. I think you're going to like this one. What What do you get when you beat two bays, one titan, and a buffalo? An NFC and AFC championship game that nobody saw coming. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind, Big Day, talking not only sports but news of all kinds. Also want to welcome those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And I always want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in the land of the Lucky Charms, Ireland, Hong Kong, Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Canada, Mexico, Pakistan, Thailand, and yes, Germany, Danka, and of course, these great United States of America. Well, nobody saw this coming, not even me. And I told you, you'll never see me coming. So this was sort of along that lines, but nobody could have predicted the NFC Championship with the San Francisco 49ers going up against the Los Angeles Rams. And this is a big one right here. The Kansas City Chiefs, which we thought the Kansas City Chiefs would be there, going up against the Cincinnati Bengals? What the? How in the? Who the? And hey, the? I would have, I would have never, never, at the beginning of the year, especially thought that the Cincinnati Bengals would be in an AFC championship. I would not have thought it. Kansas City? Yeah. Cincinnati? Nope. 
Boy, if I had a place bets on that, boy, do you know I'd be rich right now because the only people that would think that Cincinnati was going to make it to the AMC Championship was the fans of Cincinnati. There was no way in heaven and in Hades you could have told me that the Cincinnati Bengals was going to be the AFC champion. I still don't believe that we're sitting here and I'm still saying that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be in the AFC championship. Like I said, Kansas City, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But even that was a nail biter. San Francisco. I wouldn't have thought that San Francisco would have beat Green Bay Packers. Now, I'm going to tell you that right now. I thought I thought the championship would run through Green Bay this year. I didn't think that the Bucks were going to get there. I said to a bunch of folks, and I think I said it on my last show, I talked about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, Mama, there go that man. And I talked about how the Super Bowl was going to have to go through Green Bay this year. And I was absolutely, and for the first time on this show, well, no, maybe the second time on this show, I was absolutely wrong. I was wrong about the Super Bowl going through Green Bay because the 49ers out of San Francisco, California, went to Green Bay in the snow, mind you, It wasn't the frozen tundra, but it was the powdered tundra. And beat the Packers 13 to 10 on a last second field goal. Why? How? And OMG. There's so many things I want to say, but I got to keep it as clean as possible. San Francisco 49ers were not even on my radar. But I knew, like I said in my last show, Dallas was going to get beat. And they did. But you could not have told me, you could have sat here in my face and said, 49ers is going to beat Green Bay Packers. In Green Bay? Are you freaking kidding me? No way. Just like if you had told me the Bengals were going to beat the Titans by a field goal? No friggin' way. Just like you would have told me that the Rams was going to beat the Bucks by a field goal? No way you would have told me the Chiefs was going to beat the Bills in overtime I would have said yeah because that game that game was the game of all games in this playoff picture in this playoff season of 2022 that was 
the game. I watched that game from start to finish, and the Chiefs and the Bills put on a show. And at one point, it looked like the Chiefs was going to run away with it, but then here come the Bills. And it's 12 seconds left to go in regulations. The Bills are up 36-33. Then Patrick Mahomes does his thing, gets down there. Harrison Butker kicks it, goes into overtime. And then in overtime, the, the uh, uh, Chiefs got the ball first, and it was all she wrote. Mahomes goes down the field left and right. He's going to uh, uh, what's number one's name? I forget his name. One, uh, what's his name? Don't even know who one is on, on the Chiefs, but he went to him. Of course, he went to Hardiman, who got him closer. And then after that, he went to his main tight end. Mr. Travis Kelsey for the touchdown to win the game, tiptoeing in the end zone. Oh my gosh. That game was off the chain. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't let go of it. I took the game to the bathtub with me. As I was drying myself off, this six foot five frame was watching this game. I started to just stay in the tub because I couldn't believe what I was seeing happen. I stayed in there long enough that I looked like a dried out prune today with no lotion whatsoever I am I am ash e not ashy ash e I don't think I've ever been this ash e before but it don't matter because my mind is blown bro mind blown now we got an NFC championship game we got an AFC championship game we did not see this coming Chiefs against Bengals in the AFC and the Niners the North going against the South the Rams in Los Angeles who do you pick I know Mr. Sportsopedia, who is a diehard San Francisco 49ers fan. I know that Mr. Brian of Dim 580 Boys Full House is a diehard San Francisco fan, and he let everybody know it on their show, which comes on every Saturday and Sunday on the 11s and 5s on the BGC Sports Network and the 12s and 6s on the BGC Sports Network too. Them 5-8 boys from Ardmore, Oklahoma. Mr. Fullhouse loves the 49ers so we know who he's pulling for. I kind of want to see the Rams win. You know why I want to see the Rams win? One dude Matthew Stafford oh you thought I was going to say Odell Beckham Jr no wrong okay let me say two dudes 
Matthew Stafford, and Cooper Cup. Just because Matthew Stafford spent the majority of his time in the NFL with the Detroit Lions. And he did his best to get them in a Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl. But now he's with the Los Angeles Rams and he's got on one side Cooper Cup. And on the other side, Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ knew he had to get out of Cleveland. OBJ knew he wasn't feeling the love in Cleveland. He knew he wasn't going to get that ball as far as Jarvis Landry and everybody else is there. He wasn't going to get that ball, so he had to go to somewhere where he was going to get a championship. I don't blame him for going to the Los Angeles Rams. But the Los Angeles Rams has been, for the last three, four years, Cooper Cup's team. And now that they got rid of Jared Goff and they've got Matthew Stafford, who's looking like the Matthew Stafford who could ball out in Detroit LA going to the Super Bowl I'm sorry Corey I, 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 I'm sorry fool LA is going to the Super Bowl and if they don't beat the 49ers I'll sit here and eat crow and I've been known to eat crow I will pull out a crow's leg and just smash it. I'm making my prediction right now. The Rams are going to the Super Bowl. Now, on the other side, Joe Burrow, two years removed from LSU in an AFC championship against Patrick Mahomet. Who do I pick in that one? The obvious choice. The Kansas City Chiefs. But it wouldn't surprise me. No, I take that back. It would thoroughly surprise me if the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. Can you see a Los Angeles Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? Has that ever happened? I need to research that in the second segment. Because we're running up against the clock. But has it ever happened? Has the Rams ever met the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Y'all can hit me up at this sick show on Twitter or on my personal Twitter at this sick host. Somebody can find that. That would be awesome. I'm going with Kansas City. If I had to put my money down, which I'm not a betting man, but if I had to put my money down, I'm going to put it on Kansas City. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I think Kansas City's not going to be denied. But I don't know, man. Cincinnati? The Bengals? In an NFC championship? Who would have thunk it? All right. We got to go to a commercial break. When we come back, it's going to be that potluck. You know how we do. We just go throw stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. So make sure you come back. You do not want to miss this episode of this. Sick! I'm about to die up in here. Show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. 
Allergies, high glucose, lack of energy, and the list continues to grow. It's time to get serious about enhancing the quality of your life with premium products from Is Umio. And oh, this is not vitamin water. This water is hydrogenated with powerful antioxidants that help reduce inflammation and so much more at a cellular level. So it's high time. High time. High time to protect and improve your health. Place your order today by calling 214-505-9951. That's 214-505-9951. Ask for Rachel. Tell them that Big Day sent you. Oh, and I almost forgot. Welcome back to the number one weekday and number one overall show on the BGC Sports Network and the BGC Sports Network 2 combined. We set it off in 2021. Now, we gonna break down the system in 2022. Oh, what a great year it is going to be right here on this six show. I want to bring to your attention something that a good friend of mine, Mr. Mike Leslie over at WFAA put a tweet out after the uh, games on Sunday. Mike said this. He said, and you can hit him up at Mike Leslie uh, WFAA on Twitter. I want to read to you what he put on Twitter. And he said this. He said, there were two games on Sunday pitting Texas-based quarterbacks against California-based quarterbacks. Tom Brady, who is from Sierra High School in California, versus Matthew Stafford from Highland Park right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Josh Allen from Fireball. I've never heard of Fireball. High school in California versus Patrick Mahomey in White House, Texas. Texas, y'all, went 2 0. Way to go, Matt and Pat. Oh, the Matt and Pat connection, boy. I just keep just impressing myself. Coming up with this stuff. <laughs> Also, there was some stuff on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Wow. There was some stuff on Twitter. And uh, let me see. Let me go into this sick uh, host or this sick show at this sick show on Twitter. But there was a couple of things that I wanted you to see. And I retweeted. Did anybody see the guy get tackled by Stefan Diggs running onto the field? It was the funniest thing ever. This um, was uh, sent out, this was put out by the Wu-Tang Is For The Children on Twitter. This is what they said, and if, if you watch the video, the video is crazy. The dude runs out on the field. He's like he's going for the football or something, and Stefan Diggs comes in and just, just, just takes him out. And then the security guard was hot on his trail. He dives on him, and then he gets him in the Cobra Clutch. Has him on the ground And then another security guard comes in And they grab him And then big number 79 Or whatever his number was For the uh, uh, the Bills Takes the man's shoe And just 
flings it off the field somewhere. It went way up in the stands somewhere. But here's what some of the takes were from uh, Twitter on yesterday. Wu-Tang is for children said, the idiot that ran on the field at Arrowhead got smoked by Stefan Diggs and a security guard. Okay, so then I, I, I got to open up what everybody else said. You got to hear some of these replies to this. This is some funny stuff. Um, Barry at Blockhard one said, "I'm just curious, how drunk does one have to be to run out on the field? Because I have never been there." Laugh out loud. Okay, Akeem Seth Dominic at Jefferson. I can't see see the rest of that, but he says, "Come on, Barry." Um, you're telling me that liquor has never made you feel some type of way? You've never made an irrational decision after drinking a few pints? So then Josh uh, at Epi009 says, no one going to talk about how number 73 just chucked his shoe, the guy's shoe, into outer space. <laughs> I said 79. He was number 73. Is that what he said? 73? I mean, it, it was crazy. It was you had to see it to believe it. It was just that crazy. Um, uh, Maddie uh, at Dude Ryan. I think this is Dude Ryan. I think it is. Uh, wasn't watching, but was Diggs penalized? Interesting. Uh, yeah, that wasn't so funny. Uh, let me let me find one of these funny ones. Oh, uh, Kyle Moyer. <laughs> Ky Moyer, thirty three. Diggs with the best Buffalo defensive play of the night. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, who else on here? Um, mm, okay, I can't say the rest of these, but this is some funny stuff, man. Um, <laughs> they still looking for his shoe, though. Why did homie toss his shoe? <laughs> these people were going crazy on Twitter. And it's, and it's funny. It's really funny. Uh, but I just want to give the people on Twitter props. They were doing their thing doing the Kansas City Buffalo Bills game. So big props goes out to y'all. All right. I want to get into this uh, next story. I thought we were done talking about Urban Myers, and, and uh, I'm going to spend the next, give or take, less than 12 minutes talking about this. And then I'm not going to say anything else about Urban Meyer for the rest of 2020. Two. Mark it down. Big Day said he's not going to talk about Urban Meyer for the rest of 2022. All right. Looks like we've got about uh, 11 minutes, so let's get it. Um, Urban Meyer, uh, there was something that came out during a nearly one-hour interview. I got this off of Fox News. This is on Monday morning on the Outkicks Don't At Me with Dan Dackage. Urban Meyer talked football his life after leaving the Jags and even addressed the Josh Lambeau kicking incident that broke just before Meyer was fired by Jacksonville owner Shad Khan. Now, I knew nothing about the Josh Lambeau kicking incident, so this is going to be a first time for me, and if you never heard about it, then you know we in the same boat, but this is what supposedly happened. The accusation by Lambeau uh, that Meyer kicked him while he was in a stretched position was addressed by Meyer at the end of this conversation with Dakich. While admitting there was mistakes he made along the way as the Jags coach, Meyer was defiant on the Lambeau accusation. He said, quote, when you come out and say a player was kicked, that's not true. Dakich stepped in to set the record straight. You didn't kick the kicker? He asked the question. He said, uh, Meyer said, quote, I certainly did not. 
to kick someone, come on. I've done this 37 years. Kick a player? The other players came up to me and said, we saw the whole thing. Now, in an interview published by the Tampa Bay Times, Lambeau claimed that Meyer wouldn't refer to the kicking specialist by name. Instead, he had nicknames. And uh, he said, quote, this is what Lambeau said. It was kicker, punter, long snapper or S bags, dip, you know, or whatever the H it was. As for the kicking allegation, Lambeau was on record claiming it was a 5 out of 10 kick. Now, Lambeau says this, quote, I'm in a lunge position, left leg forward, right leg back. Urban Meyer, while I'm in that stretch position, comes up to me and says, hey, dip, mm, making your, uh, make your mm-mm kicks and kicks me in the leg. It certainly was as hard, wasn't as hard as it could have been, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. Truthfully, I'd registered as a five out of 10, which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss can't strike an employee. Well, he's true. That is true. And for a second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my vulgarity, he said. Don't you ever mm -mm, kick me again. His response was, I'm the head coach. I'll kick you whenever the mm, I want to. Wow. During this conversation with Dakish, Meyer admitted there was serious failures on his part, but the Lambeau accusation seems to be a narrative that the three-time national championship coach is intent on correcting. Meyer didn't dispute that he came into Jacksonville and made some mistakes. We should have done better, he said. I'm not ashamed to say that, Meyer told Dakich, while noting that he isn't ruling out telling the whole story of what went wrong in Jacksonville. Look, 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 look. Look. Come on. Somebody line. Somebody is telling a big fat lie. Excuse me, because I'm, I'm getting ready to go into my pastor mode or my my minister mode. Yeah, let's say that because I'm not pastoring anybody, but in my elder mode, because I am an elder at the church. But I'm getting ready to go there because you know. Liars, the Bible says that liars have a special place in hell. I believe it's in Revelations 21 and 8. Um, it says something like, but as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murders, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. I, I just read that uh, because I wanted to make sure that I said this correctly. Somebody's lying in this situation. Somebody's telling the biggest fib and the best thing that you can do is come out and tell the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Now, I'm, I'm putting my little spin on, on, on the truth 
the word truth because there's no word that's T-R-U-F-E. I'm just saying it that way. But the truth, T-R-U-T-H, shall set you free or make you free. Well, let's just put it like this. Whether you agree on set or make, it'll keep you out of hell. It'll keep you out of the portion of the lake and fire and the sulfur burning and all that stuff weeping and gnashing of teeth it'll 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 do that for sure you'll be free from that but the way that the guy described it it sounded like an old school coach you know we we've seen them that like to put hands on you. There was coaches that I played for. One coach I played for loved to put his hands on somebody and him and somebody else did something to a player and then they went to jail or they was prosecuted or however it went. Then we ended up getting the best coaches of our lives after that. So there were people that were old school coaches that would put hands on you. Now I will say this. Other than the people that got prosecuted for back in the day because I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to be sued for slander those coaches I never saw any of them coaches kick somebody kick is different than hit slap push grab mush in the face pull you directly in their face spitting in your face while they talking it's it's a kicking somebody while they're rehearsing their kicking position yeah that's that's that might carry a little weight and whether you kicked him or not the words that you were calling them dip this and 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 stupid whatever and you know f this and f that and all these stuff all this filth floor and filth profanity going back and forth with a player a professional in the workplace you can't ever think you're going to get away with something like that as a boss as an employer or an employee so excuse me I got a little frog in my throat there but I think there's some truth to this and there's so much stuff coming out on Urban Meyer now he need to just fess up he need to go ahead and say yeah I did it I was wrong I made a mistake I could have handled it better I should have handled it better he needs to say something like that because all this is doing is adding fuel to the fire and Urban Meyer's name is becoming mud 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 muddy drink a little water here I believe this dude and I I I consider myself a pretty good judge of character but I, I believe this dude was kicked now the dude did say he wasn't kicked hard he wasn't kicked hard but the fact that you want to lift your foot and put your foot on me, that is absolutely disgraceful. Do you not know that in some countries you can't kick nobody? 
They will take your life for kicking somebody because that's the most disrespectful thing because your feet, your shoes walk on a nasty, funky ground. And you gonna put your funky feet on me? Yeah, we got a problem. Matter of fact, we got a few problems. I talked about this Urban Meyer thing about three shows ago. I figured it was just going to go the way of the dodo. But then all of a sudden, these accusations start coming out. And this is breaking news, basically. It's breaking news to me because I didn't know anything about the kick. But the fact that Mr. Lambeau has come out and said, hey, this is what happened. The fact that this man was on that show, uh, uh, Myers was on the show, and the fact that he tried to uh, get around the question was saying, I did some things that, you know, they, 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 they haunt me to this very day, basically, is what he was saying. Well, good. You should be haunted because you did some stuff. But, hey, fess up. Because at the end, when you do stand in front of God, you gonna try to lie, and it, and it can't. It ain't gonna be able. You ain't gonna be able to lie. The lie gonna burn up before it come out your mouth. Change your heart. No, God. I, see, you see what happened there. Look around you. No, I tried to. Change your heart. I hope this is the last time I talk about Urban Meyer because I really don't know to do, but don't like it. That one stuck to the wall. Let's go ahead and do potluck again. Let's throw it at the wall. Let's see what sticks. Remember, you'll never see me coming. So make sure you come back right here on this. And number one overall for 2021. Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part three of this absolutely awesome, sick show. Hey, are you needing a quick, fast, safe, and reliable moving company? Well, search no more because Midnight Hour Moving has you covered at Midnight Hour Moving. Their goal is to provide hassle-free moves from start to finish. Midnight Hour Moving can also provide packing supplies, safe and secure warehouse storage. Plus, they can move you anywhere in the great state of Texas, both to and from DFW. Call Midnight Hour Moving today at 817-399-1300. That's 817-399-1300. Or go to MidnightHourMoving.com and get moving. Um, I saw this article in the New York Times. It was written by Priva Krishna. And it had to do with somebody that I thought had just fell off the face of the earth. And I found it rather interesting that this particular person's name happens to come up about eating in a restaurant during a still yet pandemic with 
no vaccination whatsoever, and it goes against the New York City rules that the governor and the mayor put out that requires all indoor guests show proof of vaccination. I'm talking about no other than Miss I can see Russia from my back porch Sarah Palin here's how the story went Sarah Palin who is not vaccinated against the coronavirus dined indoors Saturday night at Elio's an Italian restaurant on the Upper East Side of Manhattan that regularly draws celebrities despite New York City's requirements that all indoor guests show proof of vaccination she tested positive for the virus on Monday. Luca Giatoloni said this. We just made a mistake. Luca Giatoloni is a manager for the restaurant who was not working Saturday night but confirmed Miss Palin's visit in an interview on Monday. He said that the restaurant checked vaccination cards for all first-time customers, but not for regulars who come each week. And that's uh, and that Miss Palin had dined with a longtime guest whom he declined to name. He went on to say she probably just walked in and strolled over to the table. We are trying to get to the bottom of this situation. Now, Miss Palin's lawyers did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Mr. Giatoloni said that the restaurant was notifying customers that they had been exposed to the virus and that the staff would be tested this week. Miss Palin, the former Alaska governor who ran for vice president in 2008 with John McCain, the maverick, and didn't win and I didn't vote for them. I voted for Obama because... She said you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. And then she said, I can see Russia from my back porch. Yeah, I I, I wanted to vote for John McCain because I really liked John McCain. But John McCain was old then when he was alive. God rest his soul. And John McCain, I thought he was a very fair man. But if something was to happen to John McCain... While he would have been president if he had a one, then this, <clears throat> I got to watch what I say right here. Um, This person would have been president of the United States talking about, I can see Russia from my back porch up in Alaska. You can put that dick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Oh, heck no. I wasn't going to vote for him. Sorry. That's the only thing I I fought John McCain for. That he was the maverick. He probably could have won, but he picked her. And that's just my personal view on it. I mean, it has nothing to do with her being a woman. It's just... (laughs) She didn't strike me as presidential. That's all I got to say about that. Let's get back to the story. Um, <laughs> Palin, former Alaska governor, uh, 
She had traveled to New York for the trial of her defamation lawsuit against the New York Times. The trial was set to begin this week, but because of her positive test result, it will not start until February the 3rd. And according to the judge in the case, Ms. Bayless' lawyers reported that she had received three COVID tests, all of which came back positive, and that she had not been vaccinated. Sean McCreesh, a a features writer for the New York Magazine, tweeted Saturday that he spotted Ms. Palin at Elio's while out at dinner on Saturday night. My mom thought she was Tina Fey. He wrote in a follow-up tweet. Ryan Schwartz, a political finance reporter at CNBC, tweeted that he had also recently died at the restaurant and that the staff there had not verified his vaccination status. Uh Uh-huh. New York City recorded 8,914 new coronavirus cases on this past Sunday, according to a Times database, 19,634 fewer than the Sunday before. Hospitalizations, which lag cases, have risen 106% in the past two weeks. And in light of the highly contagious Omicron variant, some restaurants have imposed more stringent safety measures for workers than those required by the government, including keeping COVID tests on hand and strictly enforcing the wearing of masks. But at many of the restaurants, including Elio's, the sole requirement for diners is that they be vaccinated. Here's my take on this. It's just my take. It's not controversial. It's not anything to really write home about. It's not defamation of character or anything like that. I didn't say anything and have not said anything that she did not say herself. So I just want to put that out there if anybody tries to come and hit me up for some money. I I didn't say anything defamational against her. I used her own words and she did say, you can put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. And I can see Russia from my back porch. I just tell you, that's the reason why I didn't vote for Sarah Palin and John McCain. This thing in New York is out of control. And I have a daughter in New York. And she lives in Brooklyn. And she is dealing with this situation of vaccinations versus unvaccinations and she's noticed a lot of different changes in how people are handling each other and the thing about it is because Sarah Palin is known or famous or whatever you want to call it most people are not going to say anything to people who are famous anyway they'll say it to my daughter who is not famous yet but you have a star like Sarah Palin coming there or Brian Schwartz or whoever else comes in there I don't care if it's daddy whoever you 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 Mr. Guillotelloni. Now, I hope I'm saying your name right. It's Guillotelloni, right? Because that's, that's what it looks like. I'm, I'm pretty good at translating um, Italian and also Irish in Scotland. 
<laughs> Giotaloni, you've got to get your people in order. And they need to make sure, you know, they're vaccinated and everything. And then everybody who comes to that door, if showing a card is what they need to do, then you need to stand by that at every turn, whether you was working on Saturday or not. Whoever your manager is at that time has to have the same mindset as you do. He has to go with whatever law has been laid down by you and the city of New York. I'm not saying it's your fault. But what I am saying is there there, there was a, a slight lapse there. And this is what happens when people... Uh, especially during this pandemic with the Omicron and other things and other COVID-19 and the Delta and all of that after people start feeling a little bit better they think that it's over and then they go back to the way that they were doing things prior to the pandemic but the pandemic still a pandemic and guess what because it's still a pandemic you still got to follow the rules. You still got to wear your mask. You still got to wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. You still got to cover your face and you, and blow in your blow your nose in a, in a handkerchief or whatever. You got to do what you got to do to make sure that you're not making anybody else sick. So in this regard, I don't somewhat fault her. I somewhat fault the restaurant, but at the same time, she knew. What she was doing She knew she was Unvaccinated She knew According to Well well Allegedly Knew Let me say that again She allegedly knew That she was unvaccinated She allegedly knew That she was positive for COVID Prior to coming in there She allegedly knew All this information And she allegedly knew That They were supposed to card her and they did. My wife and I got the Omicron. There's a bunch of friends of ours, married and unmarried, got the Omicron. Almost everybody I know got the Omicron. This thing is a serious thing. There were people that I know who were vaccinated three times, got the Omicron. And there were people I knew or know that were unvaccinated. Got the Omicron. As this pandemic continues and as this COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, the Coco, Megatron, whatever it's going to be, as it continues to linger, this thing is perpetuating itself. And it's finding ways to still exist. It's not sentient or anything like that. We can blame the unvaccinated all day long. But even the vaccinated is getting it. I think that's the thing that everybody's missing. United States, I don't think will ever shut down again. Unless it's so serious like millions of people start losing their life. Like they did prior to hundreds of thousands. Other countries shut down for a week or two Get back to doing what they do But I just believe it's the arrogancy Of the United States Not to shut it down A couple of weeks Maybe a good month Let this thing disappear Let it die out And then let's get back to what we were doing But as far as 
Sarah Palin, whom I thought was gone, you know, dropped off the face of the earth, um, going into a restaurant and they didn't card her when they were supposed to card her. You gotta hold the restaurant responsible in that regard. I'm just sorry. They gotta do better and they gotta do their due diligence. So the next time, if ever, the person who quoted you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig, and I can see Russia from my back porch, comes back to that restaurant. If they require you to be vaccinated, she might, she needs to be vaccinated. If that's the requirement, if she wants to eat there. And if not, and they require it, and you can't present the card, then guess what? You don't get to eat your Italian food. And you can bank on it, buddy. (laughs) That's it. I'm done. Willie Epting Jr. is coming up next with a brand new hashtag Brothers of Baseball. You do not want to miss it, so make sure you stay in tune to Willie Epting Jr. and the rest of the BGC Sports Network and the BGC Sports Network, too. And thank you for joining and listening and following this. See